Blog Talk Radio. George Gamond, and it's the Monday show. And how's everyone today? Are you having a beautiful day yet? Uh, yes. And okay. Well, it was your weekend. I'm just. Yeah. And I guess I want to talk a little bit about the differences between psychic medium and channel or trance channel today. I the reason this came up, and my cat's kind of bugging me right now, so she's distracting me. But I'll get her. I'll get refocused here a bit when she decides that she's done done bugging me. Okay. So what's the difference? Well, the the reason this conversation came up, and I was watching HBO last night, and I was watching the John Oliver show, which is typically very you know politically or socially aware type of show, but got into this whole discussion and actually tuned in on the last 10 minutes of the show or 15 minutes of the show. And he was doing a little bit of an expose on psychics because the big word psychic, you know, and then he started talking about mediums, you know, the, the John Edward, the Sylvia Brown and some other ones. And, you know, the fact that they're phonies or some of them, you know, the fact that, that they've been disproven, blah, blah, blah. And so it got me thinking about that. And this morning I woke up, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about not whether they're real or not real, because I've been doing this for since about 1992 when I had a spiritual awakening, let's just put it that way. And so I wanted to talk about what's the difference because he kept using those two words together, medium, psychic. Are they the same thing? Without what you think, I, I believe that there's a slight difference. Now, mediums and psychics can tap into some very similar energies. Now, I have an article that I kind of a couple articles that kind of define the differences between the two, and then I'm going to let my spirit teachers talk to you because I'm a trans channel, which means I allow spirit to come into my being and speak through me, where I kind of go away. And I don't leave my body. Now, I have known trans channels that go away. They completely go away. My teacher and my mentor was a trans, is a trans channel. I don't know if she's still doing it or not. I haven't talked to her in a while. But so they, she would completely away, and she would be come back in about 15, 20 minutes, and she didn't know anything she said. Nothing. You know, completely gone. And she had a speech. Oh, what was her her spirit guide's name now. That's not important. <laughs> it's like, what is that? And, and so she would go away, and I've known other trans channels that would actually go away, and they would come back, and they don't remember anything they said. Now, I'm a little different. I'm like in the next room. I back my, I kind of, I go into a place of, I can hear what's going on, but I'm not necessarily engaged in the conversation. I might even have thoughts separate to what my spirit teachers are talking about, or I might have a thought and they'll comment about my thought. So I hear it, but I don't remember it. 
if I channel for somebody, a few minutes later, I don't remember what I channeled. No, it goes away. Unless there's something really of value to myself to, to remember. So, But I'm not going to get into that definition a little bit. So that's what I am as a trans channel. And that's what I prefer to do is channel. I like just kind of doing that. You know, you, a channel can be a psychic and a channel can be a medium, I guess. But let's get into the definitions and I'll get into an article or two on that. And then I'll let my spirit teachers kind of comment on all of this and their thoughts on what's the difference and how they use the different people or the, how they don't use the different people. Okay, so let's let's get into the idea. And this is from an article, Explore Meditation. And I don't have the author's name, and I wish I did. It didn't give me the author's name. Maybe I'll look again. Uh, okay, Karen Illiard. 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 Karen Illiard. Okay, so I found it finally. So the the she talks about psychics. Psychics work with energy mostly related to our aura. Now, when we use the word our aura, it could be your aura. If I'm doing or psychics doing a reading, they're really tapping into your aura. Okay. Okay. Let me read a little bit of the article. All living things have an aura, which is made up of an energy that surrounds our human body. Okay. Very simple. Our auric field and how I understand it from what my spirit teachers have told me and of what I've read in the past, that the auric field contains all of our information. Everything that we learn, everything, the knowledge we take in goes into our auric field. And this auric field that we have is connected to everything else. You know, science talks about that a lot. It talks about there's an interconnectivity to everything. That energy, all energies, is connected. And they have kind of proven that on the quantum level, that all energy is connected. Everything in the universe is connected through this field that surrounds us and it surrounds everything. That's the auric field. And so in our auric field is our information. And in your auric field is your information. Your dreams, your hopes, your past, your future, all of that, everything, you know, and, I, and I'm a big law of attraction person. So I believe that what we're thinking is what we're creating for our future. What we're thinking about, what, we, what we're putting out there into our auric field is going out into the universe and however you want to phrase that. And that, that through that auric field, the universe is bouncing back to us, source, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, is bouncing back to create from the non-physical to the physical. So a psychic, let me read a little bit more of her, her article and then I'll comment a little bit more about this. And, and at some point, hopefully I won't get too far into this. And I'm trying to, I'm only have a half hour, so I don't want to get delve too much into what they have to say. I want my spirit teachers to talk about this. The characteristics of the auric field change depending on the mental, physical, or inner state of the person. Well, that's our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions all go into our auric field. Your, your aura works as a reception or relay of network for energy. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Through our auric field, everything goes out into the universe. But your auric field, I can tap into your auric field. The psychic taps into your that interconnectivity of all auric fields, all energy fields that we have. So a little bit more on the article. Your aura holds all your present thoughts, feelings, attitudes, 
and exchange of energy between cells ourselves and the energy or holds our, our life plan that we write for ourselves. Now that's a cool point. That's a very important point. It holds our life plan, what we want, what's our future, what we want to create, right? What we're putting out to the universe to create. So a psychic is tapping into your auric field. They're able to have that to tap into this connectivity. It's like they're able to open up that connect connectivity. Now, there's different ways of doing it. You have clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, clairaudience here. They actually get verbal. Vib the vibration becomes an auditory vibration, which they hear, and they see the words, they hear the words. Okay, clairvoyant, clairvoyant will see pictures. So that vibration becomes a visual picture that they see from that other person. That makes sense so far. Clairsenia has feelings. You feel something about, it's like an empath. You feel things that, you feel the energy of somebody else. You, we, we all do that to some degree. We, we meet somebody, we kind of feel their energy. Well, we all have that capacity to either hear, feel, or see what other people are communicating to us. You know, there's proven about parents and their children, and they pick up this energy from their children if their children are in danger, right? So that's a psychic, basically, and the psychic is, is able to tap into that, correct? Now, so what's the difference between that and a medium? Well, a medium is defined a little bit differently. Let me, let me use theirs. When people pass over, pass over, their energy resonates at a much higher vibration, and mediums are able to tune into their frequency to this level, much like tuning into a human station. So a psychic taps into your auric field as you in the physical form. Okay, your hopes, your dreams, your, what you're trying to create into the world. And, and your life path, your life purpose, what you've already... In, you must, might also say that when you come into a lifetime, you, you have intentions of creating and meeting certain people. Me creating certain things and meeting certain people. So a psychic is tapping into it. But a medium is now tapping into those who are no longer in the non-physical world. In, in my study of all this, and I've been studying this for, what, 28 years? No, eh, 27 years roughly, that the a medium now is able to tap into the energy of someone who has passed, the non-physical energy. But these are generally... Well, let's just look the way. Spirit lives at very and different levels of dimensions, and I, I I don't want to spend too much time on this. But what what you're tapping into is a lower vibrational center, a lower dimension where souls reside. The not those humans who have passed reside versus those high vibrational spirit teachers, which reside in a different level or different vibrational level. So the vibration of those who have passed is what, or the, we'll, we'll use the word auric, but it really is a little bit different than those who have passed, are tapping into their energy, your great-grandmother's energy field in the non-physical world. So they're getting messages. They, in the same way, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, you can feel it. And sometimes you can actually physically see them when they communicate. They come in different ways. They can come as a human form, Right. Or they can come in as a, a vibration. You know, you've heard the word orb. You see an energy pattern. I've seen some really beautiful pictures of orbs, and that's a spirit. It could be could be a spirit guide, but it also could be an ancestor 
who's presenting themselves in the in an auric field. I'll give you an example of this. This is a great one because I was doing I was doing ghost removals or removing spirits from homes years ago. And in this one home I removed I went to because they these people had a real problem with their ancestor, their or it wasn't their ancestor, it was the person who owned the house before them. He was creating havoc. He was taking things off the wall. This is still his house. It's still his environment. So they had a picture of an orb in front of the house. It looked like the moon, but if, in the details, I wish I had the picture still. It was a beautiful picture, but you could see these, this writing in this orb. It was like Egyptian writing inside of this orb that they took a picture of. And they thought it was the moon at first, but they realized the moon was not there. But if you blow up the picture, you see this writing. So that's an orb. That's the spirit, the energy of the person who lived in the house before. And I did a cleansing. They haven't. They never got back to me, but I believe he, he left. And I've done a couple others where I believe that they actually did leave and stopped haunting. Or, yeah, well, I actually you'd use the word haunting in this case. So that's – so. When you're a medium, you're tapping into that energy. You're tapping into that vibration. And some want to communicate and some don't want to communicate. I, I, I enjoy communicating with the spirit, the energy of those who have passed, family members. People, even famous people will come by every once in a while and want to communicate and give ideas and thoughts and what they felt about their lifetimes and how the lessons they learned and the lessons they want to pass on to you and and sometimes these are generally what I tap in is to musicians. For some reason, I have this real connection with artists who have passed. I remember one discussion I had with a friend of mine who's a artist, you know, oil painting and watercolor, and she wanted to get some information. And Picasso came through, and he gave her information which I was not familiar with about certain technique that she could use to increase her painting. Now, you can tap into, you know, famous business people, scientists, it just, and it really has a lot to do with your mindset and the kind of things that you're familiar with, the kind of things that you're going to tap into, if that makes sense. Okay, so now we've covered those points, and I really want my spirit guides to talk to you. That's a good question. Uh, let me, how do you know that you're communicating with a being? The thoughts are not yours. You just, in your consciousness, you recognize that those are not your thoughts. I'll give you an example. I was in my early, late teens, early 20s. I was in a Christian ministry program, and I would do some what you call pastoral counseling. And one time I was talking to people who were coming out of the drug scene. I'm about a certain, I don't remember exactly the topic, and I wouldn't remember it now. And after our discussion, I'm going, those were not my words. Where did those words come from? That's something something I would speak to somebody about. So I knew that I was tapping into something outside of myself. Maybe it was my higher self. Maybe it was. But it was something that I was not familiar with. So it's a familiarity. And if you get visions and pictures and feelings, then you know. And it, for, for example, ancestors sometimes will give a physical presentation to you know that it's, it's there. Uh, example, I was living in a house, and my I hadn't ever communicated with my father. He died when I was five, past or whatever word you want to use. And one day I was in my place, and I remember as a child my father smoked a pipe, and he used a certain pipe tobacco, which 
I really didn't see in the marketplace. It was called Prince Albert Pipe Tobacco. So one night I'm in my place and I started to smell this pipe tobacco. And I go, whoa, what is that? So I went all around in my neighbor, you know, just around my building, the house I was in. And there was nobody smoking. There was no, no pipes in the neighborhood. So it suddenly came to me, I'm, I'm, my father is trying to communicate to me through the smell of pipe tobacco. So you get it through smells, you get it through pictures, you get it through, and sometimes, <laughs> I'm getting way into this more than I wanted to, but sometimes they will affect, because their energy will affect electrical appliances. I had a client once was talking about her grandmother who had passed who would turn televisions on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. Actually, I think she said she she broke about three TVs by constantly turning them on and off. So that's so. So that's a basic outline. I, I don't have a lot of time here. If you want to get more into it, get, you know, my, go to my contact information. But I wanted to talk a little bit about trans channels, but I really wanted to talk to my, let my spirit teachers talk to you. So the Sarah is a group of spiritual teachers who are of non, of non-physical entities, and some of them have lived on the planet Earth and some have not talk about certain topics. So I'm going to, let, I'm going to channel now and let them talk to you about the rest of this for the next few minutes of the show. I'm kind of rushing through this. I, I wanted to get to them before before the show was over. That's why I'm kind of rushing this whole topic today. Maybe tomorrow I'll get a little bit deeper into it. Okay, so I'm going to go away and let them talk. We're, 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 we're chuckling in our form of chuckling because George is probably a little bit of his rushing has to do with a little bit of coffee. That's all right. We're going to calm him down a little bit, get into more of a relaxed state, and him in a relaxed state so we can work with his vibration a little bit better to get into this idea of what we do and what it means to channel. And what's the difference from our perspective? Well, George pretty much described the idea of being a psychic or a medium. You're tapping into the vibration of someone else, either in the physical world or the non-physical world. So what humans need to know is anyone, anyone in a human form has the connection to either someone in the physical world or someone or something in the non-physical world. All entities, whether physical or non-physical, are connection through a vibrational connection, an energy connection. All things are connected. So, you know, it's like it's getting on to the vibration of someone else. If you can work on your particular vibration, whatever it is, and you, well, we won't discuss how to do that right now, but if you can raise your vibration up to a higher place, you can tap into higher vibrations, spirit teachers, guides, angels, whatever you want to call it. Now, if you're in a low vibrational state, you're going to tap into low vibrational energies. You know, people talk about the Ouija board. Okay, well, if you're working with the Ouija board, you're at that point of being at a fairly low vibrational place. So you're tapping into low vibrational energies. And, and we're not going to get into the negativity about all that. And, and we would suggest to people, don't do that. Don't tap into lower vibrational energies because their knowledge and information is really not much more than what you would already know. And they can be very misleading. 
we're, we're not going to talk about the word devils or demons or anything like that. It's really just a low vibrational energy that really is just just beyond the physical realm who is carrying with them much of what they had from the physical form. And they could be ones who are still haven't completely transcended into the higher vibrational state, which they will reach, if that makes sense. So as a trans channel. So let's see what George is doing now. We take over the vocal cords. We take over the mind. Now, in some cases, when an individual channel, we will completely present in a new set of words and ideas that they're not familiar with. As George mentioned, they will completely go away and we will completely take over and completely use their vocal cords only. And in George's case and other cases, where there's a little bit of resistance completely of letting go, because he doesn't completely like to let go. Okay, there's a little control thing going on here. We're not overly critical of him or anyone else that does this, but there's a need to control to some degree. So we will use his words, his vocabulary. We may introduce a few words, and we may introduce and restructure his vocabulary to give you a better understanding of what we're trying to say but we're not taking him completely away. He's not going into a altered state where he cannot hear or see or feel what we're talking about. We just completely take over the voice. But he understands what we're saying. He he gets it. He observes it, but he's not in control of it. So a trans channel, a channel is not in control of what is being spoken. Their consciousness is not in control of what is being spoken. So we can introduce ideas, thoughts that are beyond what this an individual like George is normally going to present to people. We will present ideas and thoughts using his structure and vocabulary and his knowledge to some degree to be able to introduce new ideas, ideas that will be a benefit. So there's a difference. It's not about him as a psychic or a medium tapping into the auric field or the energy field of another life form, non-physical or physical. A channel really is just taking over the physical presence of an individual. For clarity purposes, those who channel have a better presentation of information because they're not filtering. There's very little filtering involved in a trans channel. So if you if you get to have a reading or meet with somebody, and if you reach, meet with a trans channel, now here's a here's a word of caution on this, and 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 we're all aware of this, and it, you it, you need to be aware of this. Sometimes what you call a channel or a trans channel is just is tapping into their higher consciousness, their own particular auric field, all of their memory at background and all of that they have connected to the universe or spirit, source, energy. That's okay. It's fine. But it is not necessarily tapping into an energy outside of themselves. Like, for example, we are a group of spiritual teachers. We come with one voice and one sense of purpose in each discussion. We we arrange ourselves and our thought patterns and our, the way we present material to, you know, as, as an agreed presentation on a particular topic. And in, in our group, 
there will be different ones who have different expertise from their background in the physical and the non-physical world to talk about certain topics, whatever that might be, which is a little different. Okay, you understand where we're coming from. So a medium or a psyche is actually tapping into someone else's auric field, their energy field and is getting information from whatever they were, but also in many cases, even a channel will tap into the individual's higher vibrational state, which is not a negative thing. But they aren't necessarily tapping into an energy outside of themselves, outside of their own auric field. Let's just put it in those term- that terminology which we've been discussing so far. And it takes a process. It takes time for an individual to break free of their own auric field, their own consciousness at a higher level, to be able to tap into higher consciousness beyond themselves and allow higher consciousness to speak through them. So when you want to discuss something and you want to tap into a channel, you need to tap into the channel and understand and get and, and you will get a sense of they're communicating through them something of higher vibration, something that this person, this individual would not be familiar with. You'll have these aha. And if and an individual is honest, if they channel, they will at the discussion go, oh, well, that wasn't me. That, that, I, I, I don't know where those thoughts came from. I, I'm not familiar with that thought pattern. I'm not familiar with that way of presenting information. That information, the way it's structured, is something beyond my own knowledge or abilities to understand. And a good spirit guide or a spirit group will introduce themselves as a spirit group or a spirit individual. Now, people channel different things. They channel an individual spirit. Typically, higher vibrational spirits work as groups, groups of of clusters of spirit, clusters of teachers who work together to present information. Because in your non-physical existence, you're part of a cluster. You're part of a group. You call it a soul family. You're part of a soul family. And your soul family is interconnected at a very deep level where you communicate and you're you're basically one with an individual sense to it. Does that make sense to you folks? You do understand what we're saying, that in your soul family, you're one. You're an individualized one. Your vibrations are so close that there is no differentiation between each one of you but you have your own separate sets of, let's say you use the word personality here for lack of a better word. And so that when you communicate in the non-physical world to an individual, you're, you're communicating as a group, as, a, as part of your soul family. Now, we could branch off a little bit in a little different discussion. So when you come into planet Earth, you, 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 this soul family will actually become individualized so that the different individual, the individual portions of this soul family will come into human existence. And, but you will know each other. You will recognize the vibration of those in your soul family. You, know, you call that soulmates, twin flames, whatever expression you would use. In that case, but you're part of the same soul family. Now, some are closer than others in this soul family. 
So we, we described that that way. So let's get back to our main discussion a little bit more. We're almost done with this discussion. But so a trance channel is picking up the energy and the vibration of a spirit group. Now, all spirit groups have a different vibrational level. Every Everything in existence has a vibrational level, an energy level, if you want to use that term, and so do groups. Some groups have a higher vibrational level and some have a bit lower vibration. It just depends on their experience, their existence, in the sense of what they've taken in, the information, the experiences they've had in the physical and the non-physical world. So when you're tapping into a channel, now one channel that or group that people are familiar with is the Abraham group. They have a high vibrational group essence to them themselves. Their their vibration, their energy field is very high. And so when they speak through and communicate through Esther Hicks, they're coming through from a very high vibrational place. And there's other ones like the Seth teachings that have a high vibrational just to leave you with one point on this. You truly know that you're tapping into a high vibrational spirit group or individual spirit when the essence of the feeling that you get is love. You get that high vibrational love feeling, words, thoughts, ideas that come from them that are based on love. If it's not based on love, then it's a lower vibrational entity. So look for when you get information from either a psychic or a medium, what is the level of vibration? What is the level of love? Is there any fear involved in that? Is there any lower vibrational energies that you're picking up from someone? Or is it completely love-based? So we'll leave you there. We're out of time. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, that was the discussion for the day. And... (laughs) We'll get back. I think we'll talk a little bit more about this tomorrow. We'll be back in tomorrow's show. Love you guys. Bye.